welcome back to What Are We Even Doing Here, a podcast that delves into millennials and their existential crisis of existence. I'm sorry, no. Pardon? That That's not what this podcast is. What do you mean? I are you this time. I don't think you're in the right house. Is, is this is this 120 East? Nope. Sure isn't. You're on the wrong side of town. This is the one about wrestling. I booked the wrong guest bedroom? You've, you've booked the wrong guest bedroom. I'm not even sure how you got in here. I'm not even sure how you got this far before... I'm not noticed. even sure why he hit record. I'm not either. I'm sure your show is great. You gentlemen have a good night. We desperately need to tighten up the security around here. Ben Shapiro got in three times a couple weeks ago. Unbelievable. Regardless, this is What Are We Even Doing, the podcast where we talk about wrestling shows. I am your host, Christian Rose, a.k.a. Tom. I am another person here, <laughs> <laughs> Damien Deschain, otherwise known as Brayden. I, I hope that so, young woman finds where she's going. I didn't know that there were multiple guest bedrooms with podcasts in this state, even. Oh, dude, <laughs> I mean, ev- everyone's got a podcast. Literally earlier today, one of my uncles texted me asking how hard it is to set one of these up. And I, well, I, he, I was he's like, not the one, you're not the one to ask about. This. I, I, I literally <laughs> said, "Do you want Braden's number? I'll defer." <laughs> like, um, but I did not say, "What are you going to talk about?" Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you say? What did I say? Uh, guys, we're here today to talk about a pay per view that I picked: Elimination Chamber 2014. Why? Mm-hmm. Here's why. <laughs> Thank you. Um, at the time of this recording, we're only about a day and a half away from Elimination Chamber 2022 mm. taking place in a country. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but also, uh, having watched so much wrestling over the years and everything, there are some shows where I can... It's almost an offshoot of your thing that you had going for a while where there would be like one match on it that you had seen, but you hadn't seen the rest of the show. So yeah. I kind of was like, I can remember one match from this card. Okay. I don't remember anything else on this. I okay. know I saw this pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And then, I gotta tell you, it was like watching this whole thing, except for that one match, for the first time. I sat there repeatedly going, what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. There were very few things that I actually remembered happening. Hmm. Interesting. I have not seen a single second of this pay-per-view before this. Interesting. Uh, so, I prepped Braden a little bit beforehand. So these episodes I'm I'm coming in guns blazing. Okay. I've got a lot of ammunition for these. So fucking buckle up, buckaroos. All right. But before we get into any of that, it's about that time. It, it really is. Beautiful. Yeah, that was good. Cheers, brother. I mean, is that the first cheers on this podcast? Mhm. Interesting. Probably. Um I don't know why I expected that to taste like Mountain Dew. That's the, that's decidedly not Mountain Dew. <laughs> Although, okay, have we done the the what flavor seltzer bit on this show yet? I don't think we've done it on the show. I, I think we've think just we done have. it in a, a couple of different social settings. I think we started it the day that we recorded One Night Stand slash... Um, okay. December to Dismember, but right. it wasn't on the show whether we did it. Well, I say we bring... Yeah, you... Yes, you're absolutely correct. Because I think I remember saying, "Fuck, we should have recorded this. Should be on the show." Yeah. Uh, 
So, guys, here's how this bit works. It's okay. <laughs> basically this is based on Berna having well, his tongue can't function. There's no <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, uh, yeah. Him and was Connor drinking them too? He had like a Connor fall... was trying them. Okay, that's what he, it was. He tried it or something. Berna typically drinks White Claws, which is already uh, your mileage may vary, right? I can do about two of those before I'm like, let's sure, get, yeah, get something else. It just I used to be able to pound them. Really? But I think they, I've only been able to finish me really sick for no reason. It couldn't be that they've got to be loaded with sugar. <laughs> maybe. Um I, I think I can do like maybe one if I like the flavor and then after that I'm just kind of like I need to like I don't know eat celery to cleanse my mouth out <laughs> or something like Yeah, uh, fair enough. Anyways, he what was it? He had like a fall collection of Bud it was Light some seltzers. weird fucking <laughs> holiday. They had plaid on them. And fucking, <laughs> it was what if it was like maple something? Yeah, I remember there was a maple flavored one, and a, there was a marshmallow. Oh God, I didn't see that one. And so this this joke basically the formula of the joke is, hey, what flavor seltzer you got there? And the response is something that would be bad. Yeah, as a flavor yeah. of seltzer. For, so, like, one of the earlier ones was, oh, what flavor of seltzer you got there? Oh, popcorn. Yeah. You yeah, know, like, yeah, just yeah. shit like that, because it, it's limitless, really. One of the early but also gross ones that I can remember is, hey, what flavor of seltzer you got there? Milk. Because mm. can could you just imagine? Oh, my God. I also always imagine these are all made by Bud Light. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> me too, I, me too. Uh, not... It's been over a year now. Cause, yeah, it had to have been last summer. Uh, at one point, went down south to see the family. And I brought, like, a myriad of different alcohol. Mm. You know, like, my, my one of my brothers is a little bit of a... a like, he likes to try different drinks, you know. He likes okay. his craft beers. He, you know, mixes yes. his drinks and shit. Uh, and then my youngest brother is even more basic than I am. Like, he's a bush light guy through and through, you know? Uh, so I brought some stuff, and I found these PBR hard seltzers. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll, you know, we'll try these. Well, they were in, like, Tall Boys. Yeah. So me and my brothers try them, and I think my youngest brother quit immediately. He's like, yeah, I don't like that. Like, okay, well, whatever, you know, it's a gift. I don't care what you do with it. Yeah. My other brother was like, okay, this is all right. And I tried it, and maybe it's because I was already, like, buzzed. But I was like, pretty good. So I, like put that thing down relatively quick, and all of a sudden it's like, woof, man, it's hot out today. And I looked in the can, it was like 12% alcohol or something. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm going to fall the fuck down. <laughs> Amazing. Um, but anyways, so I bring this up because I saw this earlier, and I, I messaged the guys about it. Bud Light has come out with a cola-flavored seltzer. Yes, yes. I, I like soda. Uh-huh. So this is a thing where I'm like... I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about this. I think I would be willing to try it. It's I would be willing to try it as well. It's one of those things where Connor brought up this beautiful point. Why not just do a hard cola? I'm not going to lie. I think it says on the can, Bud Light Seltzer Hard Cola. But they're marketing it as a cola-flavored seltzer. Okay. I don't... I don't and my response... We're kind of just going in circles here, I know, but... My my response to this uh, this question that he posed was, I imagine, like, the uh, Key and Peele sketch where it's Family Matters. Oh, yeah. like, because seltzers sell! <laughs> <laughs> just 
huge line. Yeah. Uh. So, anyways, let's let's do a little bit of wrestling talk, and then I'm gonna unleash on some things. Uh. <laughs> been watching anything lately? So. I do have a little bit of a wrestling thing that I did watch. However, I'm gonna save it till the next episode because it would not make sense for me to bring up. Okay. Today, then this one. That's uh, because it relates to the show that's that we're doing next. Gotcha. So I'm just gotcha. gonna leave it for that. Um. Other than that, I don't think so. I mean, I I rarely watch wrestling, unfortunately, anymore. <laughs> I find myself lately watching stuff that I don't have to worry about the continuity. So, yeah. like, uh, the other day, while working, I watched an entire thing of uh, AEW Dark. Mm. And I gotta tell you, I actually really liked it. Because it was like watching... Developmental, I guess, is a, the right word for it. But to me, I was like, this is like watching people that are training for television wrestling. Which okay. I know that is, in essence, okay. what it is. Yeah, yeah, but I, I know what you mean. If you look at it through that lens, I loved it. Mm-hmm. If you're just a casual fan, I don't know what the appeal is, unless it's like someone that you know like from, from a local indie or something like that that's on yeah. there, and you're like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah, I want to watch this and see, you know, whatever. Because a lot of it is squash matches, and that's yeah. all well and good. But there's a lot where I was like, I like this. It's There's stuff on there that's, like, different, mm-hmm. and it's because it's not for television. And I was like, this I really fucking enjoy. Um, I do wish they would put some bigger names on there sometime just to, like, make people want to watch it more. Yeah, fair like, enough. I, uh, I was watching a thing the other day, and a guy brought up the point of, like, people talking about AEW's bloated roster right now, which it is unreal how stacked their roster is. Yeah. And their total hours of TV a week is equal to one episode of Raw. So... They're like, what's the solution? Do you make Dynamite three hours? And I was like, God, no, don't do that. Do you make Rampage two hours? And I was like, no, don't do that. It's in a shit time slot anyways. Yeah. And I'm kind of like in agreement with this video. It's like, you got to make dark and dark elevation shows that are on YouTube that people just want to watch. Yeah. So put an Adam Cole on there. Have the Bucks face of some like a, a, a popular independent tag team. Yeah. You know, on Dark, and make people want to watch that show. You can do whatever the fuck you want on YouTube. Sometimes Dark is an hour long. Sometimes it's two and a half. Fuck like, it. it. Like I'm like, yeah, dude, just make people want to watch that. Um, Makes sense to me. See, I've been watching a little bit of uh, some New Japan stuff on the old Roku. Mm. Um, that's always a good go-to, just for like... I, I like to watch wrestling when I eat, for some reason. Hmm, okay. I think it's just because that way I can, like... I don't like to watch movies when I eat because I like to focus on the film. But for some reason with wrestling, I feel like I pay a little bit less attention. So I'm like stuffing my face while I'm watching New Japan. There you go. Uh, I did do a little bit of traveling mm. to a new place lately. Uh, I went to uh, New Wave Pro. Yeah. And your old stomping grounds. Damn right. <laughs> Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah. Or as my dad used to call it, Terrible Haute. Mm. Okay, I like that. Um, it was a lot of fun. Good I, deal. Yeah, did a seminar beforehand with Shug D. He's that awesome. Son of a bitch. Um, no, that's fine. <laughs> um, uh, we told we told him that Dakota and I told him that we were trained by you, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, I gotta watch out for you." Then. <laughs> so I hope he doesn't cut a promo on me next time you see him. 
No, no. I, I will ask him about that. Um, yeah, New Wave's like... I, I I intend to go back there. I'm going to contact the people I want to go back. Because uh, mm. I used to wrestle there back in the day, and it was in a different venue. And man, that building was not great. Uh, mm. Okay. <laughs> it was literally like about 30 feet from a train track that had trains going by. So sometimes you'd be having a match and there's just the roar of a hundred car freight train going by that building. Uh, No heat. So then in the wintertime where it was cold, they would have just multiple, uh, they call them like salamander uh, heaters. Like you see in a shop or a garage, it just looks like a a small rocket engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, They would have those going. So then it's like the inside of the building just reeks of kerosene fumes and it's loud from the heat. There's trains (laughs) going by. Um, But now I know they've like moved venues and like really starting to take off, which is good because I think we've talked about like cursed towns on this show before. Yeah. And then Terre Haute for me was one of them for, well, not just for me, for a lot of people for a long time. Yeah. Wrestling just didn't work there. Never understood it. Uh, let me see. What else do I got wrestling wise? Um, changing up the diet, changing up the workouts, tracking my food. Otherwise, um, you've been scanning your beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think we talked about it a little bit on the last couple. Yeah, episodes we we touched on that. Uh, count- I forgot that we recorded earlier this week. Counting calories helps me realize that my diet had just really gotten to be trash. It's one of the trash. Trash. Uh, it's one of those things that, like, you don't notice until you start to pay attention to it, and then you're like, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. So, like, uh, this app tells me, like, if I, like, every, every day I start with X amount of calories. If I exercise and I burn calories or whatever, work out, I put that into the app, well, now I have more calories of food that I can eat. If I get to zero, in theory, I will lose one pound a week. Mm. So I've been working out really hard, and cutting back on my food and I'll go to bed with like a thousand calories left to burn on the day so I've actually lost like six pounds in a week um there you go but like it's crazy because you can just scan a barcode or you can look it up on there and out of curiosity I was like I like those spicy chicken sandwiches from Burger King and I look at the thing and it's like oh I've got like two thousand calories left on the day just search for it didn't buy one didn't even pull into Burger King nine hundred calories for that fucking sandwich and I'm like no, I'm not doing that. So now that I have that like terror mindset, uh, mm. it's helping out. Um, so I got a thing that I got to talk about. Do you got anything else? I don't. I'm very excited yeah. for this because I was swiping through Snapchat stories earlier today. I'm assuming this is what it is, but go ahead. So hours prior to the time <laughs> of this recording, I was in a fucking car accident. Mm. Now here's the situation. I managed to get somebody to work the last half of my shift today, which is always a treat. So I'm going to be off work at 4. There you go. I, I'm stoked, right? And the weather's turning shit, and I'm like, I don't care. Because I'm leaving at 4. This is not going to be my fucking problem. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come home. I'm just going to hang out at the house. I'm going to work out in the basement till Braden gets here, record the podcast. Everything's fucking awesome. Yeah. Starting my weekend hot. Let's go. I'm on my last delivery. Mm. I dropped this shit off, which, by the way... At the time of this delivery, it had already snowed like three to four inches that yeah. I have to stomp through to get to this woman's house. She thanks me and blesses me for being out in the weather, which I'm like, you ordered. Um, <laughs> she, <laughs> if you wanted to thank me, don't. It, it, yeah. Do You're the, the reason I'm in this, bitch. Uh, so anyway, she then <laughs> proceeds to tip me a cool $2. And I'm like, great. Everything sucks. It was dead today. I didn't make any money. So I leave and I'm like, all right, 
As soon as I get back to the restaurant, it's almost 4 o'clock. I'll get my stuff together, and I'm gone, right? Driving down the street, minding the roads and everything, because it's snow, everything sucks. All of a sudden, I see a Honda sedan-shaped blur encroaching from my left, and I go, <gasps> and I jerk the wheel to get away from him, thinking, I do not want to get T-boned, specifically in the door of the car where I am. And this gentleman hit my car. Mm. I then basically spin to where I am now, like, uh, uh, perpendicular to the road. And I stop, and I'm like, okay, I'm in no pain whatsoever. That did not injure me. I'm, like, looking around. I'm like, uh, I know something has been damaged on the car, but I don't know what, you know. But nothing's on fire. Nothing's imploded, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay. So I look, and I see this guy's car is in the street. The bumper is off. His entire bumper is just not attached to the car anymore. He's kind of sitting there like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I don't know why I did this, but I rolled the window down. (laughs) He rolls his down, and I go, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, are you? And I go, yeah, I'm all right. So I get out of the car, and I look, and there's a, a dent in, like, the bottom back door on the driver's side where he hit me. Mm-hmm. And I hear this sound, and I thought, oh, fuck, something's leaking out of my motor for some reason, you know, whatever. No, he has hit the back end of the car, somehow only dented in that part of the door, but my tire is just in front of my eyes like a fucking balloon in a Looney Tunes, just going down, and that's what the hissing sound is, the air leaving. Uh, one of the pl- cheap plastic hubcaps is shattered, and the the rim looks bent, like the wheel looks bent. Mm. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Well... This gentleman had pulled out of a parking lot and saw me, tried to stop, and couldn't, and slid into me. So I'm like, you're okay, though? You're not injured? He's like, no, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm so sorry, you know, whatever. He's borderline freaking out. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm totally fine. And I go, okay, I'm going to limp this into the parking lot, and we'll, you know, figure out what we do. So I pull into the parking lot. I stop. He's like, this is my wife's car. We just had this bumper fixed for something. And I was like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. And I basically was like, so we're in agreement here, though, that this wasn't my fault, right? <laughs> Which isn't just me being shit like a, no, a no, dick, I, but like... I like I like the idea. Yeah, and he was like, no, no, it was all me. He's like, I was going too fast in the parking lot. I saw you. I tried to stop. He goes, I even pulled the e-brake, and I just kept sliding. And I How, went, Did he think that that was going to help? Well, there's that... But also, how fast were you going in this fucking parking, parking lot? lot? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he calls it in. He turned the wheel at all? I maybe. Honestly, that part I didn't even ask. But I I assumed that he was going one way and I was going the other, and we just basically made the we made the minimal amount of contact that we could have made. Like, I'm trying to do this with my hand, so yeah, yeah. You, you listeners are fucked. It's in essence this, and then at the last second this, but yeah. there was still that. So, okay. uh, anyways, I, I gotta, right here, I gotta say this. You don't ever want to get in an accident, you know. Mm-hmm. However, this experience is probably the best possible version of being in one of these accidents that could have happened because the guy yeah. was incredibly apologetic, understood it was his fault. We call it in, cop gets there within a few minutes. Uh, I'm looking over the damage to my car. It appears to really only be that dent in the door. I open the door, it opens and closes perfectly fine. There's yeah. no, like, functional damage done. The cop gets there, gets some information, writes up his report, is basically like... And the guy was like, I've never been in an accident before. And I'm like, well, basically, we're going to get these this paper from the you know, police station. You're going to call your insurance and tell them what happened. They're going to send a guy to look at my car and get an estimate. 
and then they're going to give me a check to go get this fixed. And he's like, okay, that's yeah, that's it. And I was like, yeah. I go, I will call my insurance in just to double check and make sure everything's copacetic, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But that's how that works. Just don't get it. You keep it copacetic. Thank you for knowing what I was doing. premiums to Geico. Um, <laughs> so the cop is super nice. He's very cool, and it's still snow apocalypse happening all around us this whole time. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you guys are the third one of these I've had in the past hour. And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, man. And the other guy's <laughs> like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, dude, I'm not I'm not mad at him. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Like, yeah. it, it is what it is. Uh, so <laughs> the cop calls a tow truck for me. They come tow my car. I go with them to this tire shop that was like two blocks away. And this kid that was in the truck with him, with this guy, is like 17, 18 years old. And he's some sort of tire shaman. So I'm thinking, God damn it, the wheel is bent. I'm going to have to somehow get a new wheel. This fucking car doesn't have a spare, by the way, which infuriates me. <laughs> um, get to the shop. The kid takes the wheel off my car, is gone for 10 minutes, maybe. Comes back. He's like, here you go. Good as new. And I'm like, excuse me? He's like, yeah. Uh, your tire wasn't even, like, popped or anything. It was just, like, knocked off the bead and knocked off the rim. So I beat the rim back into shape and put your tire back on, aired it up. It holds air. I held it underwater to make sure there was no, like, leaks or bubbles. Nothing. Good as new. I'm like, holy shit. That's genuinely amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I thought I was going to have to buy a wheel somehow that they're not going to have, obviously. Like, yeah. Walk it. do you guys carry wheels for a 2013 Kia? No, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. So, anyways, I paid for the repair. I paid for the the tow. I have that receipt in my wallet, which will also be going to this gentleman's uh, insurance. <laughs> be like, hey, I don't want to pay for this. I shouldn't have to. Um, and then I went back to work just long enough to be like, here's what happened. Here's where I've been. I'm going home now. Uh, <laughs> but when I said earlier that, like, if you do get to be in an accident, this is the experience you want. The entire time from me being hit until everything was done and I was back at work was maybe 40 minutes. Goddamn. It was unbelievable. Uh, the guy said that they were, I was the first one that got towed in. And while we were in the truck going to, like, three blocks of that shop... They got a call for somebody else that needed a tow. And they're like, well, we got to drop this guy off first and we'll be out there. And we got news that was then later confirmed. There was a 100-car pileup on I-39. I heard that. Unbelievable. Just crazy, crazy shit happening out there. How do you... I don't even want to... I don't want... I don't even want to ask that question. I was going to ask, how do you get to that point? I don't know. And I, I, I hate saying this because, like... If this sounds like I'm making fun of that accident, I'm not. But it made me think of this thing on uh, Reno 911 where this guy was talking about trying to catch fast Eddie McClintock. And he goes, uh, yeah, man, he caused a, a 20 cop car pileup one time. I was the 20th car. I saw the other 19 ahead of me, but I just gassed it because how often do you get the chance to be in that situation, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but for real, though, let's I, just think about it this. It was one, right? really fucking shitty. If out. you... Have if you see if there's if it's if it's a fifteen car pileup. I how I, do you I don't not know. like at all? I I, I see, don't I have no I, answer. I didn't 
was it foggy or am I ignorant? It, like, the snow, the snow was coming down with such a fervor that you really because I missed the bulk of it as yeah. far as my driving actually goes. I literally came inside at one point today and said it has gotten shitty in record time because <laughs> like I was outside and it was cold, but everything was fine. I was inside. I was outside, and it was fucking hell. Uh, it was really fast and bad. Yeah, um, that's fair. But I'm hoping that the end of this scenario is the good people at Guy's State Farm give me a check, and I just learn to live with that dent in the door and keep that money. Mm-hmm. Which is most likely what's going to happen. Or you use that money... Oh, for another car. Oh, if, if they if they total this car, which they won't do, uh, if they total this car, we're going car shopping. Um, you better jab the engine block for a, for <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Start fucking it up and be like, yeah, it had to have happened when that guy hit me. I couldn't believe how bad it fucked up his car. He yeah. he had to put the bumper in the back seat Amazing. and drive away with it. Like, how do you tell? Hey, wife. Yeah. Remember how we just got this bumper fixed? Yeah, about that. <laughs> so I drove into this dude. Um, how often do you get a chance to be in that situation? Uh, <laughs> I had to... <laughs> such a I just funny guessed joke. it. Um, okay, so let's get back to the wrestling stuff. Uh, there's been some big news in wrestling this week. Cody Rhodes left AEW. By the time this episode comes out, he'll probably be scheduled to main event WrestleMania. Or, or Stardust... Or Stardust, <laughs> or we'll get a Green Arrow movie that nobody wants, and he'll be in that for months. Um, I don't know. Yeah, how... Uh, what? Wild. It's what? wild times. Unbelievable. It's... Is this the first big name to make that jump? If he does go to yeah, WWE? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, you know, I mean... I, I was trying to think of... I don't think I've heard of anyone making the really opposite no, jump. Really, no, yeah. That's, Wait, I, that's interesting. I mean, on a long enough timeline, I just, you know, it would have happened. Oh, yeah. But if sure. you would have told me, oh, the first one... One, if you told me, yeah, Cody's going <laughs> to leave AEW, I'd be like, no, he ain't. Oh, he's going to leave and go back to WWE. I'd be like, absolutely not. Oh, he's going to be the first guy to leave and do... No fucking way. But yeah, this yeah. is the world that we live in, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Interesting. interesting. If nothing else. Yeah. I said it'd be interesting. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Of course. Uh, did you uh, what? Did you see? I saw a thing, and I don't know if this was fake or not. I didn't care to look into it more mm. because I was just checking my notifications in between watching the show that we're covering for this episode. Appar- I heard so I saw some fucking stupid article that said WrestleMania scheduled Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold. This is the hot rumor. Why? Uh, because God is dead. We can't have one person stick to their retirement. No. Now, here's the thing. This is not yet confirmed, but it's highly rumored, and for no reason at all, Kevin Owens cut a promo burying Texas, which <laughs> means nothing in the context of the show, but... So, let's... let's Okay. Either the... These are the two options, if this match were to happen. Sure. It's been a million years since Stone Cold's wrestled. Okay. We're coming up on... This is going to be Mania 38, right? Correct. His last match was Mania 19. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
it's been what? Yeah, whatever. It's been nineteen years. Nineteen right? fucking 19 years. years. Let's just yeah. call it twenty, just to make the fucking point clear. It's been twenty years since he's wrestled. So yeah. either it's gonna he's gonna show up. Let's just say in this in this scenario, this match is happening. He's sure. gonna show up and beat the fuck out of Kevin Owens and then bury him. Sure. Or he tries to have a competitive matchup and it's been twenty goddamn years and he can't. Absolutely. So it's gonna be sad. There's not a good option here. The thing that I hate here's the things that I hate about it. Basically everything you just said. We either get also he's not far from like sixty. Yeah. You I mean know. and and to be fair, Devil's Advocate, uh Sean O'Hare, for his age, he's in damn good shape. Sean O'Hare is dead. I know. The Devil's Advocate, Sean O'Hare. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you were saying Sean O'Hare for his age is in good shape. And I was like, Well, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in great and shape. And has been for dead for his, a long time. For his, no, I was just making a Sean O'Hare. <laughs> okay, dead, okay, now, now I follow. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Just to play Devil's Advocate. He is in, he good is shape. in great shape for his age. Absolutely. Uh, and Sting? Sting's still having baller fucking performances at his age, and yeah. he stayed active way fucking longer than, than Austin did. Yeah. So, you know, but here's my bigger thing. We either get the guy who hasn't wrestled in 20 years. Yeah, I get it. He's one of the absolute greatest in the eyes of many, the greatest. Mm-hmm. He comes in, and you have a you know a top star in Kevin Owens, and he beats him. Okay? Or he makes his comeback after 20 years, and he loses. <laughs> and I'm kind of like, I don't know if there's... I don't know which one to me is... For, for just looking at it in a vacuum, right? For the nostalgia, I would love to see it. I know Kevin Owens is a huge Austin fan. He does the stunner yeah. with Austin's permission. You know, so for him... I, plus, the money. That's that's a money fucking match. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. There are there are pros to it. There's a, There are a lot of pros to it. And a lot of the cons, I think, are like... Just fear that it'll be bad. Which I think is very fair and founded. Yeah. Like... I don't want to see Steve Austin work a match in a t-shirt. Oh, God, no. Now, granted, I don't think he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, fair, but, yeah. like... I I hope he doesn't bring back those those stupid fucking jeans. The jean shorts? I hate those. I I didn't... wasn't a fan. I preferred <laughs> Just, him in trunks. Yeah. I never understood that. Also, adding to the... It's been so long. Yeah, his last match was in... It would have been 03... But in 03, he had that match with The Rock, one match with Bischoff, and I'm pretty sure that's it. So in 03, he had two, one of which is a glorified squash that we have covered on this show. Mm-hmm. And then for 02, he's gone for a lot for a good chunk of the year because that was when he walked out. Yeah. So, I mean, that only adds to the... Yeah. Eh, but, I don't know. Like... I mean, I would like for it to be good, but I... I would love for it to be good. In my in my fantasy booking mind, Stone Cold shows up... Or even in my fantasy booking mind, we build to it. It's not even sure. like a surprise thing. We build to this, and it's a fucking huge thing, right? And Stone Cold puts in this awesome, like, 30-minute performance. Yeah. Kevin Owens wins. It's a passing of the torch... And Kevin Owens Absolutely. goes on using the stunner as his actual finish finish. Absolutely. Like, the, in my mind, that's how I would do it. Yeah. But 
I'm not sitting with my action figures making everything go exactly how I want it to. No, no. Like, you, you have physical limitations. Me right here, right now, if I'm fantasy booking the finish, here's how I fantasy book this finish. Okay. We take that top turnbuckle pad off at some point. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. We're doing stuff, we're doing stuff. Fucking, uh, Owens puts Austin down, goes up top, goes for the moonsault. We see him mm. do it very sporadically. Steve rolls in. Owens lands on his feet. Steve... Kick, goes for the stunner, push. Steve hits the fucking exposed buckle, turns around, stunner from Kevin Owens. Finish. That's money. That's money. I just, dude, I'm doing you, I swear to God, I'm glad we're recording this, because if that goes down, I will fly myself to Connecticut and start screaming, give me my money, old man. And you'll have this part of the uh, <laughs> just playing of on the loop. episode. Yeah. I booked your horse shit finish. Pritchard listens to our show. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. We'll gotta wait and see. Like, yeah, I think Mania this year is gonna be one of those. I'm watching this and I'm still not really clear why. Type of thing. That's fair. That's fair. Um, so question hmm. in your uh, let's just. Let's do, keep keep going with the fantasy booking for a second. Absolutely. Cody Rhodes. What does yeah. he do at Mania? If he's there, what does he do at Mania? Uh, because this is a very interesting thing. Hear me out. Okay. Assuming that everything else is already like tied up. Mm-hmm. Like all, the, all these other guys that are seemingly tied up are tied up. I have three possible options, but I have one that I think would be the better one. Okay. Him versus Edge. Oh, okay. I don't know what the exact story there is, but I feel like that's a money match. Positive, Fair it would enough. be good, you know, yeah. whatever. Option two. AJ Styles. Got to. Build it around, you and I are both journeymen that didn't make it here until we made it elsewhere, and then we came here, and now we're the top guys here. Mm-hmm. One of those things. You know what I mean? Like, tight. Like acknowledge stuff outside of the WWE for once and make that part of the narrative, you know that match would be good. Oh, yeah. Uh, my third option, and the one that I think would be the best, Rollins. Okay. And just build it around, you are in essence Triple H Jr. Because we can't do him in Triple H, because Triple H is, I don't know, in a tube somewhere healing from his heart problems. <laughs> do Cody versus Rollins. Okay. And just build the whole thing around... I, I Rollins is a great heel. Yeah. Build it around, like, Rollins never leaving and always sticking there and whatever. Yes? Can I pitch my idea? Absolutely. Meg is going to pitch an idea. I want to pitch my idea. Him and Orton. Him and Orton? Him and Orton. I mean, I'd watch it. I'd love it. Yeah. You took me under your wing. What did you teach me? I went and changed the world. You're still here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's could a, work. That's a dope build. That could absolutely work. And it'll probably be better than the triple threat that they had with Ted DiBiase oh, because absolutely. Ted DiBiase actively sucked away from that match. <laughs> also, how much better has Cody gotten in that time frame, too? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The story writes itself. You're out here having spelling bees with a stoner. Mm. I went to Japan. What have you done? Yeah. Yeah, that's actually a good one. It's also a thing, too, where it's like I had forgotten all the success that Cody had had not in AEW after he left because yeah. I was like oh fuck he was Ring of Honor champion <laughs> yeah. and then I was like oh fuck he was NWA champion and I was like oh fuck he was New Japan's US champion 
oh fuck, he was in AEW too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my pitch. Good ideas. Thanks. Since you've been gone, I became the apex predator of what? the WWE. Is that your Orton? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, my the only Orton impression I can do is just some of his bizarre noises that he would make during matches. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> um. So, bro, we're uh, we're Orton past a half hour in. You want to get to this main event? Yeah, we can do that. Cool. I do have another question. That no, I can, please, I can please. Save yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. If you, if you yeah. want, do you yeah. want me to save it or do you want me to keep it? Go, go, do it. Do you think Triple H ever has another match? Fuck. Um, you know what's? Here's the thing that's weird about it. And I'm not trying to dodge your question. I'm going to say yes. Okay. But the thing that's weird about it is his whole health issues and everything. He has been off the grid for months now. Yeah. Like, all they ever said was, oh, he had a cardiac event. Yeah, yeah. And th- then it came out that it was something, like, genetic, because, like, he doesn't drink or anything. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm sure that he has used some substances in his life that may or may not have increased his mass. What? No. Far be it from me to make an accusation. But I don't think, like, it's weird because... Uh, so far as like wrestlers go and people in general, he seems to be one of the more healthy ones. So it must when they yeah. said it's a genetic thing, I'm you know whatever. But um, yeah, I'm gonna say yes. But it is so strange to me, like in an industry where everyone is prying to get news on every person. Yeah, nobody like nobody even talks about him anymore. Mm-hmm. Where the fuck is he? What the fuck is he doing? Is um, he okay? The only like the only thing I ever hear about Triple H is. How he must be mad about how NXT is now butchered. That's literally just the only butchered. thing I ever hear about him. Right, but he, and, and that's just conjecture. It's not even about anything he's said or anything he's done. For all we know, he fucking loves it. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> for all we know, he's not alive. Like uh, to that be honest, <laughs> maybe maybe Stephanie's been feeding off of his body for a while, like some sort of a jackal, it's like sort some sort of McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> Can't let anyone know that Hunter passed. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna make a new Hunter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just walking around with a puppet. Uh, so, but I mean, to answer your question, I'm gonna say yeah. Okay, that's I, fair. I, I, I yeah. think that's my answer too. I honestly, I'm, I just thought it's interesting. To... I'm curious now what his last match was. <sighs> that's a good question. He had Him that and, match. He had a match with Orton at one of these crown Orton jewels in like Super Showdown 2019. It was awesome. It was it was good. I actually remember really liking that. Yeah. The only reason I remember is Super Showdown 2019 is because that show ends with Undertaker and Goldberg, and it is on the fuckboard, even though it's not written there. I placed it on the fuckboard like 30 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. And it's gonna be there. Yeah. It's it's gonna stay on that fuckboard. Um. You. <laughs> no. You, even you. 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 Um. The fuckboard has one night in China on it. <laughs> I'm blaming Brian for that. That's fair. Never seen it. Don't know that I want to. Haven't even seen parts of it. I don't even know if morbid curiosity would make me want to see it. I think now, at this point, it would just kind of make me sad. Yeah, fair enough. I don't know that I would have gotten uh, up for it in the first place, (laughs) but now I'd just be like, oh, this just bums me out. I don't want to... Makes your pork go down. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody likes soggy pork. 
Oh, oh, God, why is it soggy? Has it been soaking? Good question. I don't know. Um, Have you been soaking, Tom? Absolutely not. Has your pork been soaking? Oh, no. <laughs> this is not what Paco Volcano wants to hear. I bet you uh, it is. <laughs> I bet you it is, that dude. That sick freak. Uh, <laughs> you ever pull your pork? <laughs> You ever? I don't even know. You can't even where I was gonna go with. I I don't. Yeah. I just like the idea for the like a euphemism for masturbating is pulling your pork because you can't have a pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what that would be in your context, but pulled pork sandwich is a foot job. Okay. With both feet on the other side. On yeah. either side. I hate how quickly I answered that. Yeah, uh, it, it's also no. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a, I'm not a pulled pork sandwich guy. Me neither. In that sense. I mean, in the food sense, yeah. I'm a pulled pork yeah, sandwich. It could be okay. I, I'll have a... Pull, I, I, like, I, if it's presented to me, like, if I'm at a, a camp, like, a, a camp out, a cookout or something. Yeah, yeah. And there's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I, I'm, can, it, I can fuck with that. But if it's on the uh, if it's on a menu of a restaurant, I'm probably not going to get it. No, unless but it's I, the only it. thing on the menu. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. The rest of the menu would kind of have to suck. Kind of in the same boat here. I think I've talked. I don't know if I've talked about it on the show or not. And I know I'm going to get fucking heat for this. I'm not that big on barbecue. Hmm. To me, it just all tastes the same. That's fair. I'll put barbecue sauce on eggs. Mmm. It's okay. fucking awesome. More I've done ketchup do before. I can't do it. I just I don't know something bad. I don't care for. I think, I think barbecue sauce might be better. Try it. Try it. Okay. Let me, no, okay. Do your research and get back to me. So now uh, we're done talking about how I pull my pork lonely <laughs> at night. <laughs> well, at least you're not smoking just, it. Just under the light of my computer screen. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Elimination Chamber 2014. Yeah. So, Okay. What, yeah, what's your first note on this? My first note on this just says, I only remember the six man. My only Brother, memory we'll get there. My only memory from this is the six man tag match between the Shield and the Wyatts. Um I didn't know that this was here. This was on the show at all. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. Um and then I wrote down what just real quick, thoughts on the chamber in general, like the elimination chamber like as a concept. I'm glad that you brought this up because we you've always talked about how you you always hated uh, you I don't know how you phrased it but you hated like no one should want to be in the chamber is what your what your big stance was in it, the it, sense of like during the match or like you like, should want to stay in the pod no you, that's what I mean right, no one yeah. would want to be in the chamber it's right. supposed to be this grueling thing that like, absolutely that, yeah that's your big thing here's my take on that okay point of yours in particular of course you'd want to be in the chamber. The WWE Championship, WWE Heavyweight Championship, is a prize worth going through something like that. It makes the title mean more. If you're willing I mean, to put your body through that much risk to obtain this prize, I can see. I think that makes the title mean something. I I can see your point. I I get what you're saying here. I get your point too. I'm just right. Yeah. Uh, I kind of really liked the. So I think I've mentioned this before, but like a year or two before they did the first Elimination Chamber ever. They did a six-man Hell in a Cell match, and it's fucking, it's really good, but it is bonkers. It's Austin, Rock, Taker, Angle, Rikishi, and god damn it, you bastard, why can't I remember who else is in this fucking match? 
You're only missing one. Maybe Triple H. Yeah, I think it's Triple H. Um, so, like, you know what I mean? Incredible. Like, oh, yeah, it is Triple H. Now I think about it. Rock Austin, Triple H, Undertaker, Kurt Angle, and Rikishi. This is the one where, like, Rikishi gets thrown off the top of the cell into a truck oh. full of sawdust. Everyone's bleeding. Like, it is. Oh, it is honestly one of those forgotten. Like, I'm not going to say it's like a great match, but it's just so. It's not bad by any means. It's insane. Um, I think that the chamber was basically born out of that. Okay. Because I think that was the first time that it was like, wow, the Hell in a Cell has jumped the shark. Uh, they would go on to jump many more sharks with that same match. <laughs> yeah. Because I think it's like two years later they do the first one. I love the chamber as a concept. Mm. I uh, love the chamber too. Yeah. yeah. It's always fun to watch. I just hate the redesign that they've done where now it's a fucking playpen. I like the shape of it, but I don't yeah. like... I think I prefer the round one, personally. Okay. But I don't hate the current shape, is what I'm saying. Um, I do hate the fact that it's just pads. Yeah, and, like, I get it, you know what I mean? I get like, it, too, yeah. But at the same time, I'm also kind of like, you, you're not making guys bump on metal grating. You're just putting metal grating out there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are free creatively to use or not use it as much as they choose. Yeah, correct. It, you know what I mean? That I don't know. That, to me, it's just hard to be like, it's the most brutal, devastating structure ever. Bro, that's a fucking crash pad. Like, <laughs> come on. Um, yeah. Uh, the theme for this uh, pay-per-view is a former Team Overkill theme. I literally... Can you... It, it did autocorrect, but I just want you to read that. Uh, uh, is this Team Overkill's theme? Yes, uh, it was. Which we used to... Uh, it was funny, so me and Cage... I think he picked it or whatever. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah, I love that song. Um... We used to make fun of guys that had obscenely long intros for their yeah, entrances. Okay. And that one's like just under a minute. It's like <laughs> fifty five seconds. Amazing. Um Yeah. Uh I did have a note here that says I I kinda hate the pay per view between the Rumble and Mania. I I didn't always like it being no way out. I don't know, there's just something about that weird dip in between. But I, can I think understand that like that. There's times where I think it's been utilized very well. Yeah. And then there's other times where I'm like, boy, howdy, this is just something we got to fucking get through. Yeah, if we could. It, it, you think. Do you think it would be better if it was just Royal Rumble than Mania? I. Maybe, but I also kind of think that, like. I don't know that I'd like those being that close together, though. Well, I mean, I'm saying just cut that middle one out. Oh, okay. Like, just do, like, Rumble January, Mania March. And just nothing on February? Yeah. But I also think maybe part of this is because there was a while where they were doing, like, two in between. Oh, God. And I was like, ah, fuck this. Because there would be, like, fast lane, an elimination chamber, and then roadblock into the line. And yeah. we swear this is the last stop on the road to WrestleMania before <laughs> WrestleMania. And I was like, God damn it, fuck all of this. Like, I'll tell you what I hate. I hate, personally, I don't know why, I don't quite care for the champion defending the championship before Mania after the Rumble. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know you know why. I mean, it makes... In theory, it could work. Yeah. But I just... I hate that, like... Oh, he's going to... He's going to WrestleMania to... Let's just... In this universe, there's one main championship. Right. He's going to WrestleMania to face Brock Lesnar while Brock Lesnar just lost 
So now, right now, the Royal Rumble winner faces Kurt Angle, or so, I, I don't yeah, know, sure, I just, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I you know what I mean, you. though. Yeah, but then it's the thing where it's like you're hoping that they can come up with ten to twelve weeks of a build for a match instead of yeah. being like, ah, fuck it, put it on this guy. Like <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. that the the middle pay per view maybe it can be used sometimes correctly, but there's just a lot of times where I'm like something suffers because of it. Yeah, something or someone gets fucked because of it, you know? But Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't know. Um, opening match. I see title time. S- Jack Swagger, real American. Mm-hmm. Very catchy theme. Uh, I didn't know this happened. Uh, <laughs> Swagger versus Big E. Pre-New Day Big E. Yeah. Which is weird. I, mi- I like the cloud clapping Big E. Oh, no, I liked it. Like, Biggie's good. Three ain't enough, man, I need five. He, like, which is not his theme here. I know, but it should And be. it makes me mad. <laughs> it, it seemed a really generic song. It didn't even stick out to me. Yeah, it wasn't, um, it wasn't great. Um, so, so Zeb Coulter, right? Right. He's coming out with, with uh, Jack Swagger, of course. And my first note here just says, oh, no, it's going to get racist. You know what? I, I straight the fuck up. I picked this show. I knew this was 2014. It felt like something from 2016. <laughs> and I had a note here that just said, this gimmick could not have happened literally two years later. Yeah. Like, it. it's a thing where it's like, I wonder if old fucking Don saw this and was like, this Zeb Coulter is speaking for the people. I need to run for president. Like, Oh, no. It, it's crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. He's also talking about the fucking border. They're in Minnesota. My next note says, oh no, he called them illegals. Yeah. <laughs> like, Zeb Coulter was trying to make America great again two years before that thing fucking started. He also said that Big E caused the polar vortex. Which, that's fine. That, do- that doesn't that's matter. That's just me. funny, but yeah. like, how could he possibly that didn't bother have, me have done that? So Zeb Coulter, a.k.a. Dutch Mantel, is one of those guys that's been around forever and a day. And mm-hmm. I liked that line because I was like, that's hokey old Memphis shit where it's like, it's your fault the weather sucks. Like, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, both of these guys are really fucking big and they are moving in this fucking match. So, before we get to the match, I have yes. a note here that says... Absolutely. Lawler's shirt is ball cancer. Oh, he's wearing some sort of like aluminum affliction thing it's here, isn't he? It's the worst yeah, thing it's really I've bad. ever seen. Really bad. These next two shows have really reignited my feud with Lawler. They're, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm probably actually going to be with you on this one. Um, so, I actually really fucking like this match. I loved this match. Like, I, I there's a <laughs> moment where I was kind of like, Oh fuck! It's Swagger and it's Biggie, but it like Biggie like always good. Yeah. But this is a Biggie before New Day, so he's not you know he's not tr- full Biggie. Right. He he's just kind of large. He's Biggie Langston. Yes. He's not quite Biggie. <laughs> this match fucking rules. It's so good. It's so good. Like, for, and the what? crowd is up for it. Molt, dude. <laughs> um, the wh- one of my notes right in the middle is just like this has actually been good. Yeah. Uh. It's a thing because, like, sometimes I notice that I have fewer matches, or fewer matches, fewer notes on matches that are good because I'll just 
get pulled in and watch. Yeah. I have only a few on this, really. Yeah. Like, these guys are working really fucking hard. There you know. is there's an ankle lock counter. Counter. Counter, yeah. counter. That right. is so good. Big E is in the ankle lock. Yep. And he goes to roll forward, and Swagger's just like, Just walks nope. with it. Just walks with it. And yeah. he pulls him back. And yeah. I'm like, that's so good. Yeah. Uh, loved it. Loved it. Um, great opener. Absolutely just absolutely fantastic, it. yeah. Uh, then we've got Bad News Barrett. Yeah. You talk about a gimmick I fucking loved. Wade Barrett. Bad News Barrett in particular. So good. So the hot rumor and in innuendo was there was a point where they were going to put the belt on him and he got injured. Ugh. And he's another one of those guys where it's like, fuck, man. Like, he's so fucking close. Like, every time that they started to do something with him, he would get hurt. This, uh, this happened, like, a couple of times. And that then sucks. it was just like, ugh. And I was like, God. Wade was, Barrett, he says, Russia has won more gold medals than America, and you'll have to wait four years until you can do anything about it, where once again Russia will prove European sporting supremacy. Russia is not in Europe. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> not even. I mean, <laughs> I would say yeah, it's close. It's touching, right, but yeah. it's not Europe. It's part of at all. It would be Asia, right? Yeah, but yeah. Europe is its own country no, <laughs> or it's not. continent. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, also, the podium. The podium is incredible. I love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be on this pay per view, and it's not. But there was one of these bad news Barrett gimmicks where he said. I only remember the last, like, line and a half, but it was basically, <laughs> there is so much sugar in American food that most of you will contract diabetes, live a short life, and ultimately go to the graves like lambs to slaughter. Thank you, <laughs> and good night. And I was like, oh my god, like, that's so unbelievable. Um, oh just... God. Good stuff. Um, there was then a recap of Daniel Bryan being murdered by Kane. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, which, by the way, <laughs> I cannot believe this. So I think I've talked about this when we covered Mania 30, but I just want to stress this. The original plan for Daniel Bryan at Mania 30 was to have a match with Kane. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is very much still being built here. Yeah. So uh, I, I think Bryan's the top five of all time at this point. Okay. Especially right now with this run he's having in AEW, um, he's he's a perfect babyface. He's a fantastic heel. Nobody can deny his work in the ring. Yeah, and it's like uh, I think it was actually our dear friend Dan the Man who pointed out recently, based on a promo that he had on Dynamite. He goes, "Remember when the knock on Daniel Bryan was that he couldn't cut promos, and now he just constantly kills it on the mic every fucking time." Hmm. Yeah. Like, there you go. Um, uh, my, okay, I'm sorry. You first, and then I, my befuddlement here. Uh, were you going to move on or not? Yeah. Okay, because my, my next note is, oh, good, Road Dog. I, I have a note that just says, the New Age Outlaws, what? I have I had no memory of this. You don't remember their comeback? I had totally forgotten it. In early in the early tens, dude. So they okay. So the the match graphic comes up for the tag titles, right? These, mm-hmm. I think we're in agreement on here. These god awful penny belts. I hate them. They're not good. Uh, I don't quite like the new ones, but they're better. The, the new ones are better. Yeah, the new ones are better. Uh, these yeah, they There's just look about like, that they, bronze. Just look like big goddamn pennies. Pisses me off. You know that that bullshit thing that's at like 
uh, shitty museums where you put a penny in <laughs> and, and you, you crunch it, it and yeah. it comes out with a design on it that makes yeah. it worth less than one cent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, they look like those. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I how had, how I has had, WWE I had no not made any machines like that? I feel like when these know. belts were popular, that's right up their alley to make. Put a penny in, and you have right. your own penny belt. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, yeah, I had no memory of this. It was kind of neat. They pointed out it was 14 years in between their tag title runs. Yeah. That's a... I love stats. Uh, that was cool. Um, I didn't remember or realize that Road Dog had gotten a head tattoo. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like he was thinking... How can I be a worse person? <laughs> um, I, 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 I was not happy to see this. <laughs> I want to stress this before I read my next one. But I did have to say, this, this, it is still very over. Uh, yeah. Like, which to me was also fascinating. And then the, the Primitive Usos come out. Yeah. I was... Primitive Usos. <laughs> I, I was shocked by this. I, I had forgotten about this gimmick. Yeah. I was like, when the fuck did they stop doing this? And now I have no memory of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not hate this match, though. I didn't either. Billy Billy Gunn. I said, okay, my first note on Bill, Bill Gunn says, yes. Bill, you're in unbelievable shape. Take the shirt off. Yeah. It just makes you look old. Yeah. It's like when fat kids at the pool wear their shirt. It doesn't make you look less fat. It just points out, hey, look at me. I'm, <laughs> I'm the fat kid. I'm the fat kid in like, a wet shirt. Yeah. And they're always wearing white ones, too. Yeah, we can see your belly button, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's... I, I, Bill Gunn, my note here just says, ain't missed a beat. Yeah. Like, he's Billy's honestly... moving is one of my notes. Big time. He's as good here in 2014 as he was in, like, 94... And spoiler is as good now in 2022. It's unbelievable. Like the he, he must have something that Vince has to just live forever. They're just <laughs> chugging orphan blood. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Um, one of these Usos, I I can't I, forgive me, I can't remember which one takes a hip toss into the buckles, dude. Um, it's brutal looking. Oh yeah, yeah. I I don't I didn't have a note on who it was, but it looked brutal as hell. There was a Samoan drop that wasn't a Samoan drop. Yeah, that was a little rough. Uh, do you have what the finish was? Because I watched it today I, and I forgot what it was. I have a note on it, and I kind of remember what it was. I just have a note that says, Good hot tag. Whoa, didn't expect that finish. So it was basically... One of the Usos goes to do the O'Connor roll to mm-hmm. Bill Gunn. There's a blind tag, a switch, and then basically... Uh, or maybe it's the other way around. Either way, one of the Usos super kicks um, Road Dog. I'm sorry, off the apron, and Billy Gunn gets the schoolboy. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was a thing where I was like, I kind of liked it because it was just we're doing this tag match. We got the hot tag, and there are no false finishes. Yeah, it's just take it home. And I was like, I love that. It reminded me of like old NXT matches that were happening around this time. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. I. I really liked it. Not as much as I like the opener, but I yeah, liked it. Yeah, yeah. I actually did like that. More bad news. Oh, I have a bad news bear counter. We're at two. Oh, okay. Great. And bring then, it down. Bring it down. This is where the podium fucks up. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I wish that it hadn't, because him 
30 feet in the air or whatever was just great. But him blaming it on shoddy uh, Minnesota electricians. It's amazing. Just great shit. I don't even remember what he said on this one, though. Uh, Daniel Bryan is not going to win tonight. That's it. Okay. <laughs> he said it better than me, but right. that's basically it. Uh, I have another note on Lawler's fucking shirt. <laughs> Dude, it is so bad. This is where they have basically a date or a commercial for the network, right? You know what my next note says? No. God, I miss the network. I I have a note that says remember when it was good? God. Fuck Peacock. This is the last... Okay, this is another fun fact. This is the last pay-per-view before the network launched. Yeah, because the next thing that they streamed was... Mania uh, 30. Was, well, well, the first thing the, they streamed was, was the NXT show. NXT arrival. Right. Then it was Mania 30. Right. Which we've covered both of those shows. Correct. But it's interesting here. Uh, yeah, I had a note that said, let's talk about the network, but I think we kind of just summed it up. Yeah. It was awesome. Fuck Peacock. Um, God, it, the interface was so easy to use. <laughs> It's so and easy then they to updated search. the network, and it was yeah. even easier to use. Yeah. And now it's arduous, man. The, the Peacock's, Peacock's interface and the, the searching and everything is ponderous. Fucking ponderous. Um, okay, I'm going to read my next two notes in succession, and okay. then I'm going to very quickly grab a fresh can and come back. Can you grab me one, too? Maybe. I don't know how many are left in the fridge. Okay, if not... We're going to look. The Pepsi will suffice if you're willing to right. part with it. I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, so and here, here we go. Darren Young on a pay per view. <laughs> Titus O'Neil in a match. <laughs> I I was absolutely thunderstruck by these things. I couldn't believe either of them happened. <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> Um, my my note here says, remember Darren Young? Me neither. Because, no, I don't. Uh, here's your Pepsi. Thank you, sir. It's a... That's a thing, too, where... Sometimes when we go back and watch shows from... I mean, this is eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's like, man... These fucking tropes that we bitch about now, they just, I've always been obsessed with. Because I was like, I kind of remember the, the, was it Million Dollar Players or whatever? Primetime Players? Primetime Players. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. That was yeah. the thing. Yeah, yeah, Oh my god, you just unlocked a memory. Yes. Okay. That's what I was conflating there. Uh, I was like, that was fun. You know, like, that was all good. I, I didn't think Darren Young was like a bad wrestler. Me neither. At all. Just forgettable. <laughs> Absolutely. And then I see this and I'm like, alright, well, maybe I'm just not remembering the right stuff. And it's like, nah, man. Like, there's just not shit happening in this. They're trying. Like... When was Titus O'Neil's last match? Let me Google that. It's, I have no idea. I'm sure he's been in the 24-7 fucking <laughs> mob of goons for the past eight months and nobody fucking noticed. Titus O'Neil is a big, big dude and he's He's in great shape. He is structured strangely. Like, it looks like his... Maybe... I don't know if it's just like he has a gigantic ass or something, but like... His back... He does have quite a large badunk. His back curves like one of those old horses that's been beaten or something. It's weird. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I just... I didn't even... What? O'Neal has not competed in WWE ring for about nine months... 
and his last was last seen in a match on Monday Night Raw in November 2020 when he challenged Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship in a losing effort. I have no memory of that at 2020? all. 2020? Jesus. If you'd have told me his last match was in 2016, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about Absolutely. right. <laughs> that tracks. And he's wow. been just an ambassador for 100 years. Well, evidently, like, he's like a great dude, and he does a fuck ton of charity work and everything, Yeah, and that's great. Yeah, that's great. I just can't, I do not remember... That's Jeez, wild. Wait, hold on. July 16th, 2021. An article on cultaholicwrestling.com. Titus O'Neil says he's getting back in the in a WWE ring in the next few weeks. That did not no, happen. I, I don't think it did. Yeah. He might be one of the only people that has not been 24-7 champion. Yeah. Probably. Um, um, but that, that was just insane to me. Which... Now I'm remembering that I'm an idiot because the Greatest Royal Rumble happened, and I and oh, that's Titus, where Titus World Slide, Slide yeah. happened. Wait, when? What year was that? I want to say that was 2018. Huh. And if it's not, I'm gonna be fucking. I'm gonna question it, my whole life. Uh, I bet it was because I, I remember where I lived when uh, that happened, and it was not here. April 27, 2018. Yeah. 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 Well, how about that Greatest Royal Rumble belt? Do you remember that? Oh, God. Just dreck. The Christmas championship? The worst thing in the world. Anyway, back to the show that we're covering. So I did have one quick sidebar here. They're, they're talking about tag teams splitting up and, you know, JBL's on commentary or whatever. I lo- Do you like JBL on commentary? I do. I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I was about to say I do, too, to you. Wow. I do, too, to you. I love it, Michael. Uh... Anytime that he would actually reference wrestling history, I dug it. He does it a lot on this show. He I does. Think. Like or the I, next when, uh, both actually. Like I remember when AJ debuted and he was like former IWGP champion. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> like, um, but uh, just a weird sidebar here. We never got JBL versus Ron Simmons. Yeah. Which is so weird to me because they split that team up and then he became JBL and became champion. I was like. I know they fired Ron, but it's like, bring him back for, like, a month and just do that story. It's right fucking there. Not all tag teams have to split up. And, I guess, I know, in, I know. in cold blood. Whatever. It would have been something. Uh, so Lawler says to oh JBL, Oh, no. I bet you know everything. I bet you know where Hidden Valley Ranch is. It's a pretty bad joke, Jerry. I might have laughed if an actual weasel didn't say it. <laughs> I wish that JBL had just deadpan aisle five. Like, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. This match was just kind of fine. It was whatever. Yeah, it was fine. There was an apron neck breaker. Yeah. Why? They're trying. And Titus man. O'Neil eats the apron hard. Yeah, big time. Uh, more bad news, Barrett. That means we're up to three. Three on B and B. The original B and B. Hmm. Yeah. If he if, was in a tag team with Rey Mysterio, you could be Airbnb. Oh my God! <laughs> Is yes. that what you were gonna say? Uh huh. Really? Yeah. Something like that, at least. <laughs> because you I was gonna say if, he, if I was gonna say if he did like moon salts or something. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. Either way, Airbnb joke. We love those. Um, I have no notes on what he said. Uh, me neither. I just, like, I, my next note just says, this just doesn't seem like a pay-per-view. And I think it's because there's, like, so many segments and, like, 
Okay. Like, it's like two segments in a match, three segments in a match, a segment in a match, now a commercial for the fucking network, and, you know, whatever, but... I can see that. I don't know. I don't know. Next note. Here. We. Go. So my my next note says, Wyatt Family versus S.H.I.E.L.D. Fuck yeah. Because I have no idea... I had no memory this match had happened. Oh my god. At all. In my mind, this is the best six-man tag that has ever happened. That's my last note on this match. Spoiler it's alert. It's fucking flawless. It's, it is... Can we just pork our... Pull our pork right now to this match? Probably. We're gone. The standoff at the beginning is Absolutely. awesome. Absolutely. They're just jawjacking at each other, but it's so good. The hype video for this is great. The build for this is actually good. Like, every so often, like, I don't even want to do the whole, like, when was the last time they got it right thing, because I think that we move those goalposts a lot. But, goddamn, every so often they get something right, and this is one of those things that they fucking got right. Um, also, the Shield had already been there for, like, a, over a calendar year. Yeah. And, again, the rapid speed at which they had something and fucked it up with the Wyatt family, they debut at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. The previous SummerSlam. So they've been there five months. Yeah. And people were already just amped to see this. And it's so fucking good. It is awesome. The crowd is up for fucking everything. Harper hits a drop kick. Oh, he's he's just... he's stands out in this match. Uh they're still building Roman slowly at this time, which I absolutely fucking love. Yes. Um, there, at one point, uh, uh, um, Rowan grabs yeah. Rollins for a choke, double choke slam. Yeah. Brings him up, and Rollins drop kicks him. Yeah. Out of it. It yeah. was so good. This is a. I, I think this is like career performance for all six of these guys. This is so fucking good. It is weird to think that. Only two of the six guys in this match are still with the company. Hmm. Bray's gone. Rowan's gone. Harper has passed away. Uh, Mox left. So it's literally just Rollins and Roman. Amazing. Um. Um. Also, Mox with his uh, forgotten year-long U.S. title run. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy yeah. shit. The the crowd is all double fisting their solid hogs Bag, to this big match. time like, big just, big big hog they are pulling their pork lot of pork um, I don't remember oh dude when when uh, they was it a double choke slam to Rollins through the announce table yes his foot goes right through the monitor hole oh yeah I didn't catch it and it looks like it could have easily just snapped an ankle <laughs> uh, there's a hot tag earlier in this match. Um, can't remember. I, it might be from Ambrose or somebody. I don't know, but basically they come in with uh, Brody and they're running shit, running shit, and he catches the fucking boss man slam, the black hole slam, whatever you want to call it, just out of nowhere. It's fucking awesome. It's so he does good. a suicide dive in this match. Yeah. Like, everything, the pace in this is incredible. Like, I also love that, like, it's aggressive. It really is. Uh, there's even a sm- there's a tiny thing at the very beginning of this that I fucking loved where Rollins is in he's doing shit they shut him down right Bray whips him off the ropes he slides underneath the Bray's wet legs stops and just tags out love it and I'm just like that makes so much fucking sense we're not deep in the match we don't need to build drama or do dumb shit fuck it I'm just gonna tag out to Roman yeah and I was like why why can't people do this more now. We like, should 
it's, uh, with TDC. Absolutely. Yeah. But like, I just, I, I just fucking loved it. Um, There's a holy shit chant, big time. Love that in the WWE. Um, so like, at some point late in this, Wyatt and Ambrose brawl off into the crowd. Yes. So this is the fun part of this. If you watch the video package, it seemed like they were going to split the shield and Ambrose was going to be the um, antagonist in that. Yeah. So then this, to me, when I was watching it live, I remember this very clearly. It's was like, oh, fuck. Because he never comes back. Yeah. And it's like, well, where the fuck did he go? I thought, oh, he was just going to say, fuck it, and left, and this was going to be part of the further divide. And go from there. A lot of people thought at this point they were going to split the shield and they were going to do that triple threat between them at Mania, like a month later. Mm. Now that did not happen, but would have made sense. But you could have easily made that yeah. happen, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so so Ambrose just vanishes into the void. Rollins gets put through the table. These past the last couple minutes of this with just Roman against all three of them. Is done so well. It's so good, and it's the thing where I was like, "Oh fuck, we hadn't fucked up Roman yet." Yeah, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Because then mean, I, because re- re- he grabs for the sister Abigail, and the way he pries the arm out, it's and, so and good. He powers out of it. Bray's and... face on that, yeah, of just shelling like a, a mixture of like befuddlement and then f- actual fear. Yeah, uh, so fucking good. And they kind of had set that up earlier and they show it in the video package where Cena has Roman in the STF and Roman is about to power out of it just break the hold which to my knowledge hadn't been done maybe hasn't ever been done I don't know whatever and then it like the Whites run in you know yeah, whatever yeah. I was like god damn it they were really taking their time with this guy and they were so close to getting it right and then they fucked it yeah. for years and then they got it back <laughs> I rewound the closing bit of this a couple times just it's, to see it. Like, when he grabs for the Sister Abigail, yep. pries off of it, headbutts, headbutts, like, no cells, whatever yep. the stuff. He hits Rowan with the Superman punch, he's gone. He hits Wyatt with the Superman punch, he's going to do the spear. Mm-hmm. He goes for it, he spears Harper, Bray comes out with the fucking thing, hits the yep. Sister Abigail, one, two, three. First of all, did not see the Wyatts winning. I yeah. did not see that coming at all. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm conditioned that they were buried from the jump. But... <laughs> Um, but my next note just says that might be the best six-man tag I've ever seen. I've never seen a better one, and I love a six-man tag. I, I, it just, so good. Yeah, it's, ugh, I was God about to take it. a nap and then finish the rest of it. That amped me up. I was yeah. like, I'm going, let's go. Uh, after that, there's a solid promo from Christian. The problem I is, actually really like this promo. I, I like the promo a lot. Uh, just the problem is that nobody ever thought he was going to win this. Yeah, that's he was. Fair. He was. He had already been kind of shoved back down, and yeah, like I really like his verbiage in this. No, promo, yeah, though. I agree. But yes, uh, my. I uh, just want to point out uh, before I throw it to you for a moment here. Uh, my next note in all caps: Tamina is still here. <laughs> yes. I uh, and and then this is AJ Lee versus Cameron. Why? What have we what have we as people done to deserve this? This is a hot take. Not an AJ Lee fan. Mm. Never was. 
Yeah. Didn't get the hype then. Don't get it now. Uh, I don't know. There, uh, there's a CM Punk chant during this. Just... Uh, let me throw... I'm gonna read... All of my notes for this. Fuck it. I'm gonna read all my notes for this. Cameron versus AJ Lee? Why Cameron? What uh, happened? Ugh. Oksana had oh, God. dropped a knee on Naomi's face. Broke her fucking orbital bone. Jesus. Uh, CM Punk chant. That didn't go how it was supposed to. Then just a DQ. Why? Uh, yeah, I was... I was... Livid. My note says a fucking DQ... AJ Lee can't beat Cameron, a woman who tried to win a match by pinning someone while they were on their stomach. Cameron on a pay-per-view? <laughs> that too! Like, <laughs> is the roster this thin at this point? Like, what the fuck? This was this is bad. This was just bad. Just bad. Tamina was born 30. Like <laughs> Jesus God almighty. Hey, I'll tell you what though. What's that? You got a rope? He's lassoed something. Bring it Aiken. down. Bad news. We're <laughs> up to four, bitches. I thought that was five. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Five. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. More bad news. Uh, I wish the bad news had come before the last match and he had just said, Now you're going to watch Tamina. Um, <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me make sure that we're not I lying could, I, here. I could shit a better wrestler. I don't want, I don't want to lie. Bad news, Barrett. One. Okay. I think it's four. Two. I know. I just don't want to lie. Three. Yeah. Then this one. Four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I lied. Uh, and then there's a bizarre ad <laughs> in the back for toys. Yeah. With Emma that I'd forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And uh, Santino. Okay. Now, if Santino had just admitted that he was playing with the toys. Yes. He would have been all the way in, dude. Absolutely. He's an idiot. The The point is, play with toys. I guess. Uh, so, I have a note here, based on this uh, segment. And I cannot wait for this to go completely off the rails. Oh, no. And we're here's the thing. We're both going to do this. Oh, no. Do a Kali impression. Why are we doing this? I don't know what language it is that he's speaking in this, but it is not a language. There is no word in any tongue that comes out of his mouth during <laughs> this segment. I couldn't tell you any how he sounds at all. <laughs> Damn. You took <clears throat> your glasses off. <clears throat> me, 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 me. Oh, my. <laughs> Uh, he's what I, I I don't know how he did anything <laughs> like beyond his his seemingly incalculable size mm. like there's no words there <laughs> like I it's it, it just sounds like somebody's fucking I don't know man it sounds like a cow that's drowning like <laughs> yeah. uh I fucking hate it. um up next oh god just uh, just 
just, 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 just why? If if awkward could be shoved into a match, so okay. Go back just a few minutes. So when I said they were actually taking their time with Roman, and at this point they hadn't fucked it up. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh fuck! Now I remember the 2014 Rumble. They wanted Brian, and then he wasn't in it. Yeah. He loses the Bray in the opener, and then he's not in it. It's the only time that Ray Mysterio ever gets booed. Yeah, because he's number he was 30, number thirty, yeah. and they all wanted Brian. So then at that point, the crowd is like, "Please give us Roman." And they don't. They go with Dave, and then this is where they Bautista begins. That's unbelievable. That I know. Please Give Us Roman was ever a thing. But, and especially because the passage of time, a year later... Which when, we will get to. Which we will eventually get to. <laughs> they don't want Roman at all. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was like, oh, fuck, man. Like, just please listen to your audience. Also... What? Listen to the audience? Yeah. Tom... You can't do that. I give the people what they want, which is what I want, which is Austin Theory on television. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to steal a Connor bit here. I don't care. We're going to put Austin Theory in the middle of this ring against whoever. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make new stars. Finn Balor, fuck him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Finn, I know you're an incredible talent, but against Brock Lesnar, against all this beef. <laughs> That's an actual quote. <laughs> That's an actual quote. <laughs> Against all this beef. Oh my god. It's just, it's one of the best things I've ever heard. Um, so, okay, I, one or two things here before we get into this horse shit. I love Batista. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Batista guy. He's also on record as having told these guys, hey, when I come back for this run, I need to be a heel. Yeah. And no way, pal. You're part of evolution. You're Batista. You're about to be a guardian of the fucking galaxy. Which that movie comes out in like July of this year. Which I is had to insane look it up. to me. Yeah. Uh, you gotta be a babyface. And man oh man, like if if Dave Batista ever had one thing where he'd just be like, I fucking told you so. Yeah. Because honestly, if he had come back as a heel and won the Rumble... It it would have, it would have been it, way it, better. It would have. I'm not saying it would have worked, but yeah, it would have been better. Yeah. If he had come back as a heel and eliminated Brian, just why not? Oh no! Just <laughs> yeah. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> but then instead, oh god, no! It's fucking Del Rio. For what reason? Who has, at this point, been downgraded to you are Batista's TV program. <laughs> we have to get him over as a babyface because for some reason he's just not... Also, even if you looked at it kayfabe-wise, he quit. He said fuck this and left. If you're yeah. just looking in the context of the story, why the fuck would we cheer him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Also, he was a heel when he left. He beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio a hundred times. Like, yeah. Oh um, my god, this is bad. This this was hard to watch. I have a note here that just says, this is hard to watch. I'm going to read my next six notes in a row mm. about this match. Daniel Bryan chant. Yep. CM Punk chant. Yep. Y2J chant. Yep. RVD chant. Yep. We want Lesnar chant. Yep. Lawler says, I heard Rio D- Del Rio's cell phone ringtone is La Cucaracha. 
that's... I'm just going to say that's racist. No one has ever taken away from anything more than Lawler, and that includes Hitler. Oh, wow. Taking away from human life. Jesus! Lawler's done that worse. It... It's also shocking that he can take away from this match. There's nothing here. <laughs> Which is more of a testament to how bad he is. <laughs> that Lawler was my least favorite part of this. Dude, this was... Uh, I gotta be honest with you. I, I don't have any notes on commentary on this entire show. Yeah? Like, there, the, the stuff that I thought was good was so good, and the stuff that I thought was eh was so eh... Like, mm-hmm. it didn't even, like, nothing permeated, really, except for the occasional JBL quip, I guess. Why did they give Del Rio so much? I He I has have, most of this match. I have and no idea. And it my mind. Like, also, even in the context of what you're saying, I don't know. If you said, why did they give Del Rio so much in the context of his entire run, I don't no. <laughs> that fucking Sam the Eagle looking motherfucker has never had a match that was any fucking good. They brought him in and put him with Ray. He got boring matches out of Ray Mysterio. How? How do you make Ray Mysterio fucking boring? He's the Chavo of Del Rio's. Yeah! <laughs> He's almost the Uber Chavo. Del Rio is what Chavo would be if Chavo had gotten pushed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which only adds to my fucking hatred of him. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Ugh. The, also, it is it is astounding to me that the crowd hates Batista so much that they are cheering Del Rio over him. Yeah. They boo Del Rio on his entrance. Mm-hmm. And at first I thought, oh fuck, they're just gonna boo everybody, which I would have at least been entertained by, but then it's like, no, we are by default going to cheer Del Rio. And I wanted to just scream, Minneapolis, no. Just boo up, boo both of them. Why, why do you... There was a Bautista chant, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't they catch that. They were saying Bautista, but I didn't write it down because it was before I the, was saying Burns. Literally all of these chant notes are right in a row. Because they just switch from chant to chant. I kind, I actually kind of felt bad for Batista in this. I never yeah. felt bad for Del Rio. There, there's, there's nothing that can make me have sympathy for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, they played this video next. Are yeah. You, are we moving on from this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. They played this, this video next. Um, Tony Atlas yeah. was impossibly jacked. Big time. Just. Unreal. Too jacked. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. It was a video package about um, he Tony He looked Atlas. like three people wearing a one-person <laughs> suit. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's unbelievable. Rocky Johnson, um, yeah. Also, yeah. To the fucking gills, man. Like, um, but it was it was a cool video. It was, it was a yeah, nice I video. liked it. It was I neat. It. Um, they go to the panel next. This made me laugh so fucking hard. They go to the panel next, which they went to the panel at the beginning of this, but I didn't note that because fuck it. Right. They were talking about okay, it's elimination chamber match time. Who's your picks? Right. Miz right. says I pick. Uh, Daniel Bryan. Sure. Um, Mark Henry's like, I think it's Sheamus. Or Cesaro. One of the two. I can't remember. And Ray says someone else. Maybe it is Cesaro. Cesaro. He says Cesaro. Go with that. Um, And Josh Matthews is like, no one picked Randy Orton to retain. So you think we're, you all think we're going to have a new champion tonight. Obviously. And and he's like, dipshit. And uh, 
uh, Mark Henry's like, yeah, well, of course. Who'd he ever beat? Okay, I love that. And that made me laugh so hard because he looks at Miz and they, like, fist yeah. bump because it's, of course, just yeah. that inside yeah, joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, who did he ever beat? Love it. So good. That's so fucking awesome. Uh, hey, also, oh, Miz, no, go ahead. Miz being on the panel here, Yeah. whereas a few years prior he's main eventing WrestleMania. Ugh. Like, it's a... I know they said this one time in a promo about him. He truly is the ultimate utility player. Mm-hmm. But, um... Also, by the way, just a, a weird fucking thing. So I know I said this earlier. We're recording this a couple days before another Crown Jewel... Or not Crown Jewel. Elimination Chamber uh, event from a country that is not America. <laughs> mm-hmm. Previous episode. Mm-hmm. Miz versus Ray happens at a Crown Jewel event. Yes. You know what's happening this fucking weekend at said country? Miz versus Ray. Amazing. It'll probably be great. I'm sure that it will, but I'm just kind of like... you. What, what not... You're just gonna run it back again. What? Ah! Hey Tom. Hey Braden. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Ah uh, yes. Is the chamber lowered now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God. The, the chamber is lowered. Uh, I didn't expect to play the whole thing. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so uh, I, I was kind of surprised that we were already at the main event because I think that adds to my whole, like, this doesn't really feel like a pay-per-view thing. Like I thought it flew by. It did. But then that was the thing where I was like, wow, we're giving this a lot of time. There was, oh, we have six entrances to do, which in WWE land is 20 fucking minutes. I uh, skipped them. I'm not even going to lie to you. I think I, I, I think I left the room. This was yeah. one of those ones where I was like, oh, fuck, I got to piss. Um, and it does take you 20 minutes to piss. It, it does. Um, okay, so quick note. This is Cesaro's last pay-per-view main event until 2021. Oh. Yeah. Jesus. That's insane. Yeah. Um I I hate Babyface Sheamus. I love Sheamus. I hate Babyface Sheamus. Okay. Uh, That's fair. Also, Sheamus and Cesaro start and I'm immediately like, "Oh fuck, this is before the bar." Yeah. This is when they did not get along. Mm-hmm. This is going to be dope. It's fucking dope. Uh, they beat the ever-living Christ out of each other. Good gear from Sheamus. Mm-hmm. It's a guy who's under the radar in the good gear category. I I enjoyed Cesaro's gear here too. Yeah, he's got he's got the the leg uh, yeah like I, rugby I, style. I don't mind that for him. Yeah, looks good. He's one of the only people that I'm okay with not wearing knee pads, but I still want to wear knee pads. Yeah, just yeah. because he wears them now. I think he does. Yeah, everyone. In wrestling, should wear fucking knee pads. Big E's another one that I'm like, I don't mind that you don't wear knee pads. I mean, I guess I've just come to accept it. But again, please, I would wear ra- your fucking knee everyone pads. that I don't mind wearing knee pads. I would rather them wear knee pads. Correct. Yeah, like Big Show's another one that I don't mind. 
I guess because he's probably not falling down that much. But at the same yeah. time, I'm also like, Paul, you fall down once, and it goes fucking bad. That that no, like, yeah. please. Uh, so, uh, uh, Cesaro does a double stomp at some point. He, in d- this. he does it. This must be like the era, the era of the Cesaro double stomp because in NXT Arrival, which they mention happening later, right? He does that to Sami Zayn's head. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I, now. I don't remember him double stomping, but apparently he did that a lot these days. I, I he, yeah, slipped under my radar. Uh, Brian's out third, and mm-hmm. it, I I kind of really like this because like Brian kind of became the king of the hot tag. Yeah. In in WWE for like a good number of years, and he in essence comes in and runs a hot tag on Cesaro and Sheamus. Yeah, I love that. I, I dig it. There's a there's something very innovative here. Okay, I'm gonna jump the hurdle here. Go. They say it's bulletproof, right? But the God panel it. itself can yeah. pop out. Sure. I'm jumping that hurdle. I've All come right. to accept that. Fine. I understand that it's stupid that they keep calling it bulletproof, but I don't yeah. care. I'm done with that. He, Cesaro. Does a euro to the plexiglass into Sheamus once it's popped out? Oh, okay. I must I'm like that's, that's fucking cool. awesome. Um, my the thing that I always hated about them being like it's bulletproof plexiglass. Okay, that might come into play in the match if someone has a gun. Yeah. Otherwise, who cares? The thing that I don't like about it is that they say it's bulletproof because of the they're big on their buzzwords that makes right. oh this glass is indestructible it pops out all the fucking They've, time they broke it in the first one <laughs> they've literally not had one chamber match where the i don't think there has been a a men's elimination chamber match where the glass or the plexiglass or whatever has not been broken like who cares at this point at this point make it like wood and we can't see inside of the pod. That'd be neat. <laughs> yeah, somebody just coming out blind like, huh? Uh, oh, man. That reminds me of this insane thing TNA did. Uh, originally, when they did Monsters Ball matches, it was a similar concept in that, like, we're releasing the guys, like, every couple of minutes or whatever. Yeah. But the idea... <laughs> this is so stupid. God damn it. The idea was that they were backstage kept in, like, light, light-proof, soundproof rooms for, like, 12 hours. And then they would just open the door and you'd have to go out and have the match. And I remember Monty Brown actually selling it as he's... He's in his gear, by the way. So, yeah, presumably, yeah. you're in your gear for 12 hours <laughs> yeah, yeah. in a fucking isolation tank. Yeah. Um, but I remember Monty Brown coming out and actually selling, like, the brightness of the entrance lights and shit, being like, ah, oh, fuck, and, like, his eyes trying to adjust. And I was like... Okay, this is stupid, but at least you're committing to the stupidity, yeah. Montague Brown. Montague? Um, yes, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, no, actually, yeah, let's do that. Let's black out the pods. You think that would be better? I think, here, hear me out. You know the two guys starting. Mm-hmm. What if you don't know who's in the pods? At all? At all. Then we can add so another... are they just in there when the thing is like 58 feet high? <laughs> They're just in no, there. like you would have to do something like the chambers lowered, the lights go out, we load people into the pods, the lights come on, two guys are in the chamber, hmm. so that we, the viewing audience, don't know who's in the pods. So that then we can get 
another WWE trope that they love, the surprise entrant. <laughs> Maybe. I feel like it's overcomplicating things. Or, what if the pods are filling with water? Mm. So okay. you really want to be the first one <laughs> to get out. So that you don't drown and the water just spills out. You get to the sixth entrance. They're, eh. they're, the, the last guy, he's got his mouth up against the top of the thing. I think it'd just be just better if, like, gasping like, for air. You're going on right, it's like 50 minutes, right? Yeah. You get to the last entrance, eh, door opens, the water rushes out, and it's just a dead body. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Our truth just washes out of the pot and bumps his head on the side. Oh, God. Uh,. Any hoot. Uh, there was okay. There was a fucking crossbody that caused a catapult. When uh, yeah, that was a cool spot. That was awesome. Yeah, I love that. Cause okay, is Christian in at this point? Yes. Okay, I didn't know here. Just a lot of really good pure workers in this that I hadn't noticed or thought of until that point. Yeah. Um. <laughs> my next note just says Orton rules. Yeah. The, I love him coming out, trying to fuck people up, and then being like, oh, no, and just hiding in the pod and yeah. talking shit. Uh, and then uh, the unbreakable pod breaks, because mm-hmm. uh, Seamus kicks it. Yeah. For the second time. Yes. Because there's already that loose piece of plexiglass right. that Cesaro used earlier. Correct. Um, Christian eliminates Seamus after... The splash off the pod. After the pod, yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Also, I was like, why wasn't this a match at Mania 30? Fuck yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, Brian then up on Christian. Mm-hmm. I don't remember how. Does he tap him out? No, he pins him with the knee. Right? No. Maybe. What? I don't know. Oh, also, John Cena's in this match. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So, I don't have a Vinny Mini Newts after that point. Just Vinny Mini Newts. Vinny Mini Newts. Vinny Vinny Vici. Um, just as Cena up on Cesaro. Uh, th- this was good. Then Orton up on Cena. Mm-hmm. Which is always kind of fun to see. Because of the Wyatts, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. The Wyatts, the Wyatts uh, teleport into the chamber. No, they don't. The doors open because somebody else is getting carted off, and then the lights go out, and then that, and then they're there. <laughs> somehow it sounded exactly like the Wyatt's family scream, but also Homer Simpson so- somehow. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't. Um. God, that's what I want. Give me a Simpsons version of the Wyatt's family, and when they edit the din, 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 it, whatever, I've... it's just Homer with his hands to the side of his head going. I feel like it would have had to have happened on Botchamania at some point. Oh, like when, God, please. When, when the Wyatt family was first doing their deal. Yeah. I feel like it would have to have. Um, I love Randy's cell of the Wyatts coming out. I, I had a note about that. I love it. He literally, like, so they lay out Cena. Yeah. Orton crawls the entire way across the ring, but he never breaks eye contact with the Wyatts, hooks the leg one, two, three, and then just crawls backwards. Yeah. And I was like... That's the perfect way to put that group over as something that people are fucking scared of. Yes. And it matches Orton's character perfectly. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it. Everything was right there. At this point, he'd gotten over that whole weird debut with Kane. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Had, he had already done a storyline with Brian that was pretty good, but also a little odd. Gotten over that. Beat him at the Rumble. They beat the Shield here. And it's like, you're so close. You're so close to making one star and having two very good fucking backup guys for him. You're so fucking close. And then, no. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. You'll have that. Whoa. Sorry, I just kicked the thing. Whoa. i tell you what, man. Because I know how Mania 30 turns out. Sure. I knew the end result of this. Same. But Daniel Bryan kicking out of that RKO. I bit it. I is bit. still so good. The the final stretch of this is fantastic. I really and liked... I Okay, so I really, really fucking liked the beginning where everyone's getting in. There was a little dip in, in there, and then the yeah. ending stretch was fucking awesome. Absolutely. And... Like, so corporate Kane is out here fucking running interference and shit again. Yeah. That was the plan. Yeah. So yeah. now going back and watching it now, I'm like, wow, they really were building towards that fucking match. Why? That's what they fucking wanted, and the, that it's one of the few times where it's like the crowd just could not be denied. It might be the last time that the crowd could not be denied. Yeah. And because now they pipe in crowd noise. Whether, oh, yeah. Whether or not they're there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, if you... At this point, your voice can't be heard. Mm-hmm. If they, like, no matter how loud it is, they'll just be like, oh, fuck it. Ronda Rousey's out here cutting a promo and it sucks. Let's pipe in some shit. Like... Stupid. It's depressing, man. But... Uh, great false can be he- Your voice can be heard if you go to a live event from AEW. That is very true. Or if you go to a number of independent promotions. Mm-hmm. Or if you just speak with your wallet and don't financially support things you don't like. Yeah. Um. Um. Just. I did have a note in there fantastic. that said, "God damn, Bray should have beat Cena." Um. I. This, I this, this was good. I loved this. I, I did too. This was this was great. Um. Overall, I'm giving this show a thumbs up. Uh, I'm giving it a, a a solid B. I'm kind of where they're with you, because like, there there's some stuff that's forgettable, but even the stuff that's forgettable, I don't think is bad. I tell you what, I loved the chamber. Yep, I loved the six man. I Absolutely, fucking, I will. That's re-watch the match. It. That's the match of the night by by a good margin. I I quite enjoyed the tag between New Age Outlaws and the Usos. It was very good, and that opener is real fucking good too. Absolutely. Like, the, the low point on the card match-wise is Darren Young and Titus O'Neil, and it's not that it's... I, I, I don't think that match is bad. I was See, just, I even forgot that that match happened. Ex- that's the point. Because I, I was thinking of other matches, and I was like, the only ones I thought... Uh, the only ones I didn't quite care for were No, Cam- I take Cameron that back. I take that back. The low point is AJ Lee and uh, Cameron. Yeah, and then Batista and Del Rio was not great, but... Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, to me... Yeah, man, I... Still, I would I would overall recommend the show. Same, big yeah. same, quality stuff. Absolutely, seek out that six man. It is. So, oh yeah, it is. So, I was like, oh fuck, like when I saw that this was a thing that was happening, I was like, first of all, I didn't know that it ever happened. <laughs> Second of all, I was like, oh, this should be pretty damn good. It was awesome. It's <laughs> unbelievable. It's so good. I God. think they ran it back once or twice on TV, which to me is also. Befuddling. Why? I don't know. God, can you imagine if that match had taken place at Mania, though? Oh, dude. And here's the thing. 
if they had if they had gone a different route with some stuff and moved some things around, absolutely. Build that shit for fucking ever. For that matter, this this pay-per-view could have easily just been like either a two-on-two with one guy on the outside from either side, or you could have just done Ambrose versus Bray. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or anything. Anything. You could have done members on the outside and just done Harper versus Rollins and just been like, tear it up. Yeah. How fucking dope could that have been? And it would have been just as over and fucking good, and then we get to Mania, we do that fucking six. Do that exact six man at Mania. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just goddamn, man. Phenomenal stuff. Um, Let's wrap this up. Um, I... Okay, things that I'm going to plug very quickly. Uh, Follow me on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically just me documenting fitness stuff and bitching about life. Um, <laughs> Isn't that what this is for? In essence, yeah. <laughs> um, follow this show on Twitter, at WowEdPodcast. Uh, follow those damn coyotes. Yes. Follow us on the Facebook. Follow us on our Twitter accounts. Buy um, our merch. Buy our merch. We are trying to build a brand. Um, You're damn right. Shout out to friend of the show, Brian, for making some quality videos for those damn coyotes. Yes, uh, yes. Very funny shit. Uh, follow the promotions to book us. Fuck the ones that don't. Until they start booking us, then follow them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Do you got anything you want to plug? Uh, I think you got it all, except I'm going to plug Hopper2017 on Twitter. At yeah, Hopper2017. We'll that would Hopper. be Connor Hopkins' Twitter. Um, Wild Child Designs. Yeah, that's another one. If you need any designs for anything, go to Connor Hopkins. He's goddamn good at it. Um, check out our friends over at Review Review. We're buying them soon. We are buying them. Yeah, they, and tried, we they can... tried to put out there we can't afford them. Yeah, I, don't I know think... we can afford them. They, they don't know the fat stacks that I got yeah. in this fucking basement. Uh, you have a podcast that's hard to search for because one of the words is hard to spell. You purchase it. Yes, yeah, you yes, do. Yes, you do. Yes, yes you, you do. do. <laughs> if I can afford to be in an accident and go back to work, I can buy your fucking show. Um, yeah. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> anyways, shut this one down. Well, I, I love how anticlimactic our, our endings are. Yeah. This is, if, like, if this was on life support, it'd be like, yeah, fucking pull the cord. Beep. What are we doing?